whispered, I've listened to your cries. I've seen you try in vain to find a purpose in this life. I've watched you search for safety in friends that let you down. As the pressures of your trials just pushed you to the ground. Desperately you've tried to earn your place. Listen close and hear the voice of grace. You belong to me. You belong to me. You don't have to try to find love in this life. To pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity. Cause you belong to me. You belong to me. I know you feel indebted to the price I paid for you. But to earn the cost of my son's blood is impossible to do. You can find joy in devotion. You can rest in all I've done. This battle for acceptance has already been won. And desperately, you tried to earn your place. Listen close to hear the voice of grace. You belong to me. You belong to me. You don't have to try to find love in this life, to pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity. Cause you belong to me. I've come so you can trade your works for grace And be satisfied with only my embrace You belong to me You belong to me You don't have to try love in this life to pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity cause you belong to me you belong to me you belong to me Paul Chapman the song you Belong to me. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio, and I'm Janice, your host till 1 o'clock, bringing you programming designed with ladies in mind. Coming up today on this happy Friday, you'll hear from Vicki Mushler on a word of encouragement. That's at 11.30. And then at 12.05, CW Today with Loretta Walker. And it's a happy Friday, so we'll bring to you Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Be sure to stay with us for these programs. As I bring up the name Francie Taylor, I am reminded of the Faithful Lady Staycation. 
April 21st and 22nd. Can you believe it? It's getting close. April 21st and 22nd, the Faithful Lady Staycation. Um, keynote speakers are Francie Taylor and Sharon Raven, and we want you to join us as well. You can find out more information and register at faithmusicradio.com. And here's the next song up. It's by Ed Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet from their latest album. The song is called Going Home. Now this is a good thing to think about. Set your affection on things above. And it's good for the Christian to be joyful and hopeful in going home. The Father sends for me, and when He speaks my name, I will leave my earthly home to enter heaven's gate. Then the pearly gates will open to the streets of gold. Oh 
Want music that makes you feel good? Faith Music Radio. This programming is brought to you in part by Charlie's Electric. For all of your electrical needs, call Charlie's Electric at 812-867-1491. Whether it's commercial, industrial, or residential, Charlie and his boys can do the job for you. That's Charlie's Electric at area code 812-867-1491. The Tri-State Sportsman's Banquet is coming to Faithway Baptist Church on March the 16th at 6 p.m. Outdoors men and women of all kinds are welcome to attend. This year we have some local talent demonstrating game calling, outdoor safety, and encouraging the outdoor community to pass the tradition along. The final portion of the program will feature our friends from the Big Sky State, Chad and Marcia Shearer, hosts of Shoot Straight TV on the Pursuit Channel. Our door prizes total to a value of over $5,000, and there is no cost to enter for any of them. Anyone who attends will be given a chance to win firearms, archery equipment, hunting paraphernalia, youth prizes, and more. Don't miss out on our incredible pork chop sandwiches or a chance to win any of the door prizes this year at the Tri-State Sportsman's Banquet on March 16th, located at 3635 Pollock Avenue in Evansville, Indiana. Meal tickets are only $10 and can be purchased online at faithwaybaptist.church or by calling us at 812-479-5342. That's online at faithwaybaptist.church or by calling us at 812-479-5342. Jackie Swartz. I sing soprano and alto with Cecily Hamilton and friends. I enjoy listening to Faith Music Radio on my phone app in North Carolina. Grace is enough to lead you through the valley. is yet to come when I walk through heaven's gates. For the first time I see Jesus, I can hardly wait. He'll show me to my mansion and say, this is your home. I have a feeling in my heart the best is yet to come. I'm happy night and day as I travel through this land. I've been mighty blessed of God and I'm holding to his hand. The battle's almost over and the victory's nearly won. I have a feeling in my heart the best is yet to come. Oh, the best is yet to come when I walk through heaven's gates. For the first time I see Jesus, I can hardly wait. He'll show me to my mansion and say, this is your home. I have a feeling in my heart the best is yet to come. I'm standing now on Jordan's banks as I face the rolling tide The storm's about are raging but I'm happy down inside I see the lifeboat coming to take me safely home I have a feeling in my heart the best is yet to come Oh, the best is yet to come when I walk through heaven's gates For the first time I see Jesus, I can hardly wait He'll show me to my mansion and say, this is your home I have a feeling in my heart the best is yet to come I have a feeling in my heart the best is yet to come 
Hustle, Hamilton, and friends with that song, The Best Is Yet to Come. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. I have a thought here from a friend of mine named Kathy, and I thought she put this so well, I wanted to share it with you. She says, having been in church most of my life and in full-time ministry 30-plus years, I've heard many good people give reasons for leaving or dropping out of, out of one thing or another in church. One phrase Kathy says she's heard is, I'm just not getting what I need. Kathy says she was thinking about that and praying for some people that she's heard say that recently. And the Holy Spirit said, we don't gather to get what we need, but to give what we have. Did you hear that? We don't gather to get what we need, but to give what we have. The scripture that came to mind is Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. Someone may say, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not feeling exhorted, but that's not what the scripture is saying. It's saying you exhort, you do that. Exhort means to come alongside of, beseech, call for, be of good comfort, desire, entreat, pray. These are things we give, not expect to receive. You see, our expectations are in God. As we pray for our sweet brothers and sisters in Christ to get what they need from God, that they may give what they can to the body. That's what we need to do. Pray for each other to get what we need from God, that we may give what we can to the body. Pray that our expectations will be in him, not in another to meet our needs, not the preacher, not the leaders, not even in not even in each other, but God and only him that we may give, not sit back and be full. Wow, that's a good thought. Some good thoughts about church. And since it's Friday and Sunday's coming, I wanted to share with you. And as for me, well, I still Love to heal, hear, go to church and hear how God's love paid the cost. I still love the sound as the saints start to sing. And I still love an altar where broken ones pray. All of that may be old-fashioned, but for me, it's real still. Here's the Nichols family with that song written by Rodney Griffin. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Spade. Music Radio. They say times are changing, so we should change too. Trade our old time religion for something new. Our faith is outdated by living the past. Well, my answer is simple. So if you ask, I still love to hear how God's love paid the cost. His passion was fastened by nails to a cross. I still love the sound as the saints start to sing. Songs of the blood Jesus shed just for me. I still love an altar where broken ones pray. Find what is found in no other way It may be old-fashioned, but it's real still I'll stay on the old path that 
brought us this far that saved countless millions reached hard and hard though times are changing and forever will there'll still be one savior one calvary's calvary's hill i still love to hear how god's love paid the cost just a moment, you'll hear from Vicki Mutchell on a word of encouragement. Her topic today is staggered not based on Romans chapter 4. The verse there says, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. What the saints of God did, they did by faith. Right after this song by the faithful men, you'll hear from Miss Vicki, so stay with faith. We see the hand of God In the light of creation's grand design In the lives of those who prove His faithfulness Who walk by faith and not by sight By faith our fathers roam the earth with the power of His promise in their hearts Of a holy city built by God's own hand A place where peace and justice reign We will stand as children of the promise We will fix our eyes on Him, our soul's reward Till the race is and the work is done We'll walk by faith and not by sight By faith the prophets saw a day When the long for Messiah would appear With the power to break the chains of sin and death and rise triumphant from the grave. I think the church was called to go in the tower of 
Spirit to the lost, to deliver captives and to preach good news in every corner of the earth. We will stand as children of the promise. We will fix our eyes on Him, our soul's reward, till the race is finished and the work is done. We'll walk by faith, we'll walk by faith and not by sight. By faith this mountain shall be moved, and the power of the gospel shall prevail. today's word of encouragement from Mrs. Vicki Mutchler. In Romans 4, 20 and 21, it starts out, He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded what he had promised he was able to perform. Staggered not. Do you stagger at the promises of God? Remember, if God says he will do something for you, he will do it. He always keeps his promises. Abraham didn't blink an eye at the age he was and the promise of a child that would be given. James 1, 6 and 7 says, But let him ask in faith nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like the wave of sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Let's don't stagger. You know, the enemy will always try to get you to focus on your circumstances. The tactics are no different today than they were in the Garden of Eden. You see, our position is not to consider, but to give God the glory. It's his responsibility. Remember, God said he would do it. As in Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Mrs. Vicki Mutchler is the wife of Pastor Mike Mutchler of Grandview Baptist Church in Beaver Creek, Oregon, where they've ministered together for over 30 years. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional resources from Mrs. Mutchler and her daily word of encouragement, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. Let's not stagger at the promises of God. Let's stand on 
them. Here's to friends singing the gospel. Standing on the promises of Christ my King, through eternal ages let His praises ring. Glory in the highest I will shout and sing. Standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises, standing on the promises, standing on the promises of God my Savior. Standing on the promises, standing on the promises. I'm standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises that cannot fail. When the howling storms of doubt and fear assail, by the living word of God I shall prevail. Standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises, standing on the promises, standing on the promises of God my Savior. Standing on the promises, standing on the promises. I'm standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises of Christ the Lord, bound to Him eternally by love's strong cord, overcoming daily with the Spirit's sword. Standing on the promises of God, standing on the promises I cannot fall, listening every moment to the Spirit's call. Resting in my Savior as my all in all, standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises, standing on the promises, standing on the promises of God. Family Friendly Radio. That's Bible-based and Christ-centered. Faith Music Radio. Stephen Russ here, pastor of Faithway Baptist Church. Honored to be in studio today with Jordan Duncan, director of Boone Funeral Home. And Jordan, Boone Funeral Home is more than just a local business. It's also a core part of the greater Evansville community. Isn't that correct? Yes, we've really worked hard to stay connected with our community by supporting local churches and community-based organizations. You know, I've seen firsthand the generosity and support that you've shown to our community, but for those who might be unfamiliar, can you expound a little further on that statement? At Christmas time, we have a remembrance tree that we light. If anybody has lost a loved one, we open that up to the public so they can place an ornament in their memory. Uh, we support Point Man Ministries, which is a veterans-based ministry. Thin Blue First is an organization supporting our police officers. And Faith Music Radio, we've been a long time supporters of you all here, and we look forward to your Christmas program that you guys put on every year. Uh, we also partner in bringing the Collingsworth family to Evansville. We feel strongly about faith-based music, and we try to support them in every way we can. Well, obviously, you have a passion for Christian music, Jordan, and you've done a lot to promote that in the community. But for this particular concert, how can folks attend? How can they secure a seat? Uh, the concert's going to be March 14th, 7 p.m. at Christian Fellowship Church on Millersburg Road, and uh, tickets are starting off at $25. And how do I secure a ticket? You can buy tickets at the door the day of the concert, $25 for those at general admission or you can buy them at the collingsworthfamily.com uh, the concert's going to be march 14th 7 p.m at christian fellowship church well on behalf of faith music radio we'd sure love to thank boone funeral home for their love and support of our community and we'd encourage our listeners to be sure to attend the collingsworth concert on march 14th thanks for joining us today jordan perfect thanks for having me 
Guaranteed work from certified ASE mechanics. That's the peace of mind that comes with thrifty car care in Evansville. Sure, you could roll the dice, grab a wrench, and watch a YouTube video and do it yourself. But that could cost you a whole lot more than you want to pay in time and money. Thrifty Car Care does it all, bumper to bumper. They back all repairs, foreign and domestic, with a 24-month, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Thrifty Car Care, with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They're located at 4500 East Morgan Avenue in Evansville. Or call 812-437-5011. That's 812-437-5011. Or go online at thriftycarcarecenter.com. I'm Leslie, and I sing with Cecily Hamilton and Friends, and you can hear our music right here on Faith Music Radio. song. I love playing it um, in March, you know, when you're coming up on um, St. Patrick's Day, when everybody talks about being lucky or the luck of the Irish. (laughs) I've got a little bit of Irish in me, probably a good bit of Irish in me, but I'm not lucky. I am truly blessed. I was reading my Bible this morning, and I love reading my Bible, and one of the passages was Psalm 36, and verse 9 just really jumped out at me, for the passage reads, for with thee is the fountain of life. Talking about God, for with thee is the fountain of of life. The rest of the verse says, in thy light shall we see light. In thy light shall we see light. But as soon as I read that, for with thee is the fountain of life, I thought of a passage in the New Testament where the apostle Peter, Simon Peter, says to Jesus, when Jesus asked him this question, will you also go away? 
What a sad question. He's asking this to his 12 disciples, the people closest to him. Some of the other disciples, the multitudes of disciples, had turned away from him. And Jesus said to to them, Will ye also go away? John 6, 66, Peter answers, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Thou hast the words of eternal life. And see, for with thee is the fountain of life. And Peter knew that Jesus had the words of eternal life. John 4.14, in the story of the woman at the well, um, Jesus had told the woman, if you would ask word of me, you'd never thirst again. And she says, where can I get this water? And she, he tells her, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. John 4.14, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Tina Thompson sings a song about that verse. It's simply called, He Gave Me the Well. The words go like this, I asked for water, he gave me the well. And that's what Jesus Christ will do for your, you, my friend, if you just ask, if you just ask. You're listening to Faith. I came to Jesus, I was thirsty and dry, nothing could
not myself, although I look the same The portrait that I used to be is in a different frame I feel this sudden strength, but I'm as helpless as a child And you may see me grinning like it's going out of style The things I used to treasure just get in the way The people I once hated, I love them more each day The frown I'm used to wearing has been turned upside down Since Jesus came into my heart and turned my life around He lives in me He lives in me He lives in me He lives in me He bought me with a price, now I no longer am my own Good and evil are at war The battle's getting harder than it's ever been before Oh, I know where my strength lies, I can't do it on my own Then I get reinforcement cause I'm never left alone He lives in me He lives in me He lives in me He lives in me He bought me with a price, now I no longer am my own good to hear from the walker family and what a great song he lives in me do you realize that dear christian friend you have the power of the holy spirit of jesus christ living inside of you not only that you have the word of god as well and you can hide it in your heart that you might not sin against him what a wonderful thought for the christian you know often as christians we have friends and family that come to us for counsel. They come to us to help them work through their problems. 
Um, it can be a family member. It can just be a close friend. And some of these people will never go to a paid, you know, a Christian counselor, someone they would pay or uh, what what we would call a qualified Christian counselor. And, and I think it's good when people do go to qualified Christian counselors, but some people will never do that. So when helping other Christians work through your problems, it's fine to quote other books, you know, give pertinent statistics and use hypothetical illustrations. But most of all, just give them the Bible. It's God's word that transformed the soul. It is God's word that corrects our wrong thinking. It's God's word that convicts us. It's God's word that gives us the way forward for consistent Christian living. And it's God's word that we need. We can think of verses like 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Let me read those for you. This is powerful. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Let's just stop right there. It's profitable. It's profitable for you to share with others. It's profitable for doctrine. It's profitable for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness or righteous living. And verse 17 says, why? That the man of God may be perfect. That word perfect means complete, thoroughly furnished unto all good works, thoroughly furnished. I like that word because I love watching HGTV and I, I love the last of the programs when they're remodeling the house. They're putting all the furniture in. They're furnishing it and they're giving it that complete look. Well, that's what the Word of God can do for you. It can complete you that you may be perfect and furnished unto all good works. So yes, Yes, you can give them statistics about their problem. You can direct them to a book, but mostly just give them the Word of God. It is the Word of God that changes lives. Here's the sounds of faith. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. Those who know the Savior will gladly testify. How God's word brought conviction The hour they met Christ It may have been a still small voice But they heard the Master's call Learning in that moment When they surrendered all God's word changes lives It's
During the noon hour of 11 to 1, you'll hear from Loretta Walker on CW Today. She's talking about declaring his works today. And then keep the heart with Francie Taylor, an interesting topic. How not to become a monster in law. How not to become a monster in law. Um, It's a happy Friday. And so we'll bring you these programs. But don't forget, on Fridays, I join Dan Wolf on Riverside Drive from 3 to 5. And we want you to join us as well. Dan will take us into the noon hour of 11 to 1 with the song, I Heard It First on the Radio. And you're listening to Faith Music Radio. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, and I heard it first on the radio. This love of God, so rich and strong, shall be the saints and angels' song. And I heard it first on the radio. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, the lost and lonely can be found, and grace can even save a wretch like me. No other love could make a way No other love my debt could pay And I heard it first On the radio Needing refuge for my soul place to go, and I heard it first 
on the radio From a life of wasted years He gave me peace and calmed my fears And I heard it first on the radio not heard, where would I be without this love that lifted me when I was lost and nothing else would help? Just as I was without one plea, sweet Jesus came and rescued me. And I heard it first on the radio Alas, and did my Savior bleed That captive spirits could be freed And I heard it first on the radio My soul has found a resting place Until I meet him face to face And I heard it first On the radio I love to tell the story true And those who know still love it too Oh, what a precious friend we have in Him And when in glory saints will tell T'will be the theme they love so well and I heard it first on the radio And I heard it first on the radio Welcome to CW Today a daily five-minute program dedicated to helping women with their life relationships. Hosted by veteran ladies conference speaker and the editor of Christian Womanhood magazine, Mrs. Loretta Walker. The closer a woman's heart is to the heart of God, the better able she is to thrive in her relationships with others. In that spirit, here's the host of CW Today, Mrs. Loretta Walker. like to share a verse with you that popped out at me the other day. First Chronicles 16, 8. The Bible says, Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon His name, make known His deeds among the people. Now, what does that mean to me? Well, make declare His works. That's what I'm thinking that we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be going about in our life uh, talking about the good things that God has done for us and is doing around us. Uh, so I thought during this 
radio broadcast, I'm just going to declare his works. I'm going to tell you some good things that happened to me and around us in the last month or so. Well, uh, two weeks ago we were at a church, and um, it's a smaller church church situation but the bus workers there oh my they really love their people we went out visiting with them and it was a joy to be with them because they they just love their people and care about them so much so uh, a bus mother came that with her children to help uh, them win a prize of course you know get the ranger walker badge that takes them to the front of the line at the carnival and uh, plus they'd been after her the bus workers had been after her to come to church for a long, quite a while and do you know what happened? That bus mom came to church. Now, she didn't get saved during church. People tried to talk to her. She didn't get saved. But she went home. She took a nap. And she called the bus worker after a nap. And she said, you know what? I have to get saved. I, I cannot not get saved. I fought it long enough. And she got saved over the telephone. Isn't that sweet? I love that. Um, we were, um, we have a another we always have needs you all know that and i don't know if you get sick of hearing about it i know i get sick of having needs <laughs> i mean if i was going to be honest with you uh but you know what i guess god just gives us these needs so he can show us that we have to depend on him so uh brother john ship the people that travel with us they got their own rig which is a truck and a trailer instead of a motorhome which pulled one of our trailers so we have all this equipment sitting in Missouri that we have to be able to uh, uh, take with us, but we couldn't take it with us because we don't have enough room in the tra two trailers that we have with us. So we were going to take two of our trailers and sell them to buy a another trailer that's just a little bit bigger and um, would carry the things from those two trailers. Well. To be able to do that, you have to have cash, you know, to buy secondhand. I mean, we could go get a loan, but we've Roundup Ministries had, up until this point of our life have not went out to a bank and got a loan for anything, so I don't think we should start now. Not at our age. But anyway, so um, we were praying about how we're going to be able to buy this trailer, and we, we have it in our schedule <laughs> to do it the first week in of April. You know, that's only three weeks away, but we still have, ha, didn't have the money. Well, lo and behold, Kevin was talking to a pastor, and he was just talking about it, not thinking the pastor could do anything. Do you know what happened? That pastor said, you know what? Our missions money is, we could loan you that short term while you sell those two trailers, and you could give us that money back. So, that preacher took care of that and God's the one that told him to do that for us and I'm so excited that it's working out and so in three weeks we got now they're still they're on the internet looking frantically for this trailer but it's just so exciting to see God do things like that I'm declaring his works to you ladies one other neat little thing that happened to me is my husband went and bought me the neatest western vest and uh when, when he bought it, he bought it a little snug, you know, one size smaller than I'd like. So he took me back to the Western store, and we exchanged it for the larger size. I hate to declare that to you, but that is something I have to be honest and tell you. We went back to that Western store. When we got back there, he had got me a necklace to wear with it. But when I got there, there was a new necklace in there that matched that vest so perfectly that he let me exchange it. So I'm declaring the works that... God is color-coordinated. <laughs> he, 
he let me he let my husband get me this brand new western vest that's really super nice and when i went back he helped he helped me be able to find a new a necklace that had just come into there so that I could get that and it matches it perfectly. Now I really think I'm hot stuff when I'm wearing that outfit. I'm just declaring his works. And you know what, ladies? I'd like to see you today to take some time, time to make known his deeds among the people. Let's brag on God today and tell him good things that have happened to you in the last month. I know you, you if you'll take a minute to think on it, you can find things like this. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood Magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. And happy Friday. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. Still to come today during 11 to 1, you'll hear from Francie Taylor on Keep the Heart, How Not to Become a Monster-in-Law. And you and I, well, today we're going to remember Lot's wife. Here's Hopewell Baptist Church with a song that goes right along with what Loretta was teaching today. For all he's done, I'm going to lift my hands and praise him. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. Every morning when I wake to see the sun, I can't help but think about the Lord and all the things He's done. He needs my every you know he's been so good to me And I can't help but praise the Lord For all he's done For all he's done I'm gonna lift my hands and praise him For all he's done I'll try to live my life to please him Even though I don't deserve to I can't help but praise the Lord for all He's done. There are many things that I could praise God for. And if I started now until I die, there'd still be many more. If I could To praise the Lord for all He's done For all He's done I'm gonna lift my hands and praise Him For all He's done I'll try to live my life to please Him Even though I don't deserve to live My life has just begun And I can't help but praise the Lord for all He's done. For all He's done. I'm gonna lift my hands and praise Him for all He's done. I'm trying to live my life 
Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet, it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals, and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue, right behind Barnes & Noble, or give them a call and set up an appointment, 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did. I'm Pastor Thomas Alvis from Powhatan, Virginia. We love Faith Music Radio because the gospel is heard here. Time is winding down, just look around us. Evil's breaking loose, on every side The devil knows his time It's almost over But soon the clock will stop And Jesus Christ will take his bride So shout it from the rooftops Proclaim it in the streets Tell your friends and neighbors Tell everyone you meet We all need a Savior But we're running out of time He's coming back at midnight And it's 11.59 God's prepared a place for all his children Free from fear and doubt Tears and pain But we must choose our destination There's just one way to heaven And Jesus is his name So shout it from the rooftops Proclaim it in the streets Tell your friends and neighbors Tell everyone you meet We all need a savior But we're running out of time He's coming back at midnight And it's 11.59 At the right hand of the Father, He'll soon stand to His feet. And here, Son, go get my children and bring them home to me. So shout it from the rooftops, proclaim it in the streets. Tell your friends and neighbors, tell everyone you But we're running out of time 
back at midnight And it's 11.59 He's coming back at midnight And it's 11.59 11.59, Kevin and Charlotte Birdsong with that song. You know, in Luke chapter 17 is such an interesting passage. It says, likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, they eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. And there it is, the famous verse, remember Lot's wife. That's verse 32 of Luke 17. Remember Lot's wife. What an admonition from our Lord Jesus Christ. And why are we to remember Lot's wife? Well, you've got to ask yourself that question. Why are we to remember Lot's wife? Well, because she looked back and she was turned to a pillar of salt. So today on 11 to 1, we're remembering Lot's wife as Christ our Savior admonished us to do in Luke 17. I must say it would be hard for any mother to leave her children behind knowing the destruction to come. And she had children that had made the choice to stay in Sodom. When bad things happen, when close loved ones make life-destroying decisions, we can easily get caught up in looking back, looking back at what might have been, looking back at what I could have done differently, looking back at all the circumstances leading up to the multitude of bad choices. And when we are caught up in looking back, we paralyze ourselves for present and future use. I know a lot of people say that Lot's wife looked back because she was going to miss the beguiling lifestyle of Sodom. But as a mother and a grandmother, I have a hard time with that one. You see, her adult children made this decision to not heed the warnings of coming destruction. They stayed behind, and she had to leave. So when your children choose a life that will ultimately lead to destruction, I've got four things you should do. But I want to play a song for you. The first thing you should do is pray, but it's not one of my four things, but it's definitely one of the things. We'll come back and talk more about this, so stay right here with Faith Music Radio. You say I'm not able, I'm too young or I'm too old, and I can't sing or teach, and no title do I hold, Lord, what can I do? I want to do my part And I want to help the hurting With all of my heart I can pray until the walls come down Till there's healing all around That's something I can do I can pray in my secret place Calling on your name Something I can do 
to God. But that's not what Lot's wife did. She looked back. When your adult children choose a life that ultimately leads to destruction, do not. The first thing do not do is do not blame God or others. This in and of itself is looking back. Was Lot's wife looking back at the decision her husband made to settle the family in Sodom? Was she wondering how Abraham could have handled the situation between his servants and Lot's servants differently? Was she blaming her sons-in-laws for not heeding the warnings? After all, her children would not have ended up this way if it had not been for... Well, you fill in the blank for that one. But do not do this. Do not blame God or others. And second, do not blame yourself. Yes, you could have done things differently. Yes, we can all get caught up in a worldly lifestyle. Yes, this is a good time for some soul cleansing alone with God. But it is also a time to bask in the love, forgiveness, and everlasting mercy of Almighty God. It is a time to be comforted by the great comforter, John fourteen sixteen, And this is so true. I've got two more of these, two more things not to do. Because ultimately, blaming ourselves, blaming God, blaming others, that is looking back. And we have been admonished to remember Lot's wife and not to look back. I've got a song for you by Paul Chapman. It's called God Is There. It's from the album Songs of Comfort. It's a great, great song. Right after this, you'll hear from Francie Taylor. Her topic today is how not to become a monster-in-law. And we'll finish up these last two points when we get back. We'll continue to remember Lot's wife 
um, right after um, Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. God puts us all through trials that we may not understand. And sometimes we think this can't be part of His plan. But in every trial you go through, remember this one thing is true. God is there when the mountains won't move and the seas won't part and your light seems so dark. In every trial you've been through, God is right there next to you. In every struggle and trying time, God is there. Sometimes we think God's left us so all alone and feel we are on our own but in every trial you go through remember this one thing is true God is there when the mountains won't move and the seas won't And your light seems so dark In every trial you've been through God is right there next to you In every struggle and trying time God is there When your world is falling apart And you're searching for light in the dark Know that He's never left your side Know He's never left your side God is there when the mountains won't move And the seas won't part And your life seems so dark In every trial you've been through God is right there next to you Every struggle and trying time, God is there, God is Welcome to Teach Back Tuesday, where we play the most popular episodes from the previous season. It's conference season right now, and I'm also wrapping up a first draft of the next devotional. It's a 31-day devotional, but it's coming this year, 2023. So between writing podcast episodes, writing the book manuscript, and conference lessons, sometimes we do have to resort to our library. But I don't think you're going to mind this one, and don't worry, new episodes are on the way. This week's episode has two tailors on one podcast. My daughter in love, Jessica Taylor, co-hosted on the topic, How Not to Become a Monster-in-Law. 
That was back in February of 2022, and thousands of downloads later, it has landed in the top five most downloaded episodes of 2022. Now, even if you're not an in-law, the suggestions in this episode are good for all relationships. This is a fun rerun. I am recording today with my daughter-in-law, Jessica Taylor, the other Mrs. Taylor. (laughs) Jessica, why are we here together today? We're going to learn how not to become monster-in-laws. All right, you don't want to miss this, how not to become a monster-in-law. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, conference speaker, and teacher. She is passionate about teaching what to do with what we learn from God's Word. Now back to today's valuable study. The relationship between mothers and daughters can be beautiful or it can be tense. And I don't think anybody really intends to have a bad relationship, but sometimes it just develops over time. So Jessica and I, a long time ago, were talking about the possibility of doing a podcast about this, and we're going to do it today, and we're going to keep it so simple. We have four guidelines for getting along, and we're going to just talk about it from both perspectives because I see things through the time zone and zip code of my age group. Jessica sees them through her age group. Isn't that true, Jess? Yes, I do. So our first point in this episode is don't major in the minors. Now, as we're talking about guidelines for getting along, we're talking about simple, practical guidelines that you can really live every day. The scripture for this point is found in Proverbs twenty six twenty one, and it says, As coals are to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. You know, if you're going to nitpick at things, you're going to kindle strife. If you're going to insist on having everything your way, you're going to kindle strife. I was talking to Jessica with an example earlier and saying, like, let's take Thanksgiving, one of the greatest holidays to have strife, <laughs> because everybody has their idea about how to do Thanksgiving. So if I, as the mother in love, can only have it my way, then that's setting the stage for trouble, isn't it, Jess? Yes, but on the flip side of that, you do want to pay attention to what they prefer. So, for instance, if you know that they prefer it a certain way, then just allow them just to do it their way if you know it's not a big deal. And that is so true, isn't it? If it's not a big deal, why make it a big deal? We're so used to doing things our own way, aren't we? We sure are. And sometimes it can be like life or death. But in the long (laughs) run, you want to preserve the relationship. And so there are times where I notice, you know, mom likes it that way. It's not a big deal if I just let that be. And the same thing goes for my side. When I'm in Jessica's home, I need to not go in the kitchen and start trying to rearrange her kitchen. Or I don't need to, oh, I did that once. I did something that was a no-no. But fortunately, my son corrected me and I picked up on the correction. I took the trash bags and put them all in the bottom of the trash can because that's how I do it at my house. I didn't know you did that. And number one son didn't like that. And he reached down in there and took those right back out of there. You know, it's so true. Everything doesn't have to be done our way and only our way because that will make us nitpicky. You want to make sure that you ask. So if there's a certain way that you do it and you come into somebody else's home and it doesn't, doesn't, this doesn't even have to go with, mother and daughter or a friend. It can go for any relationship, but just ask because maybe they won't care because maybe their personality is super chill. 
Um, but there are others who do. So if you like, oh man, I do it this way and this works, ask and see if they would want that advice or, you know, the certain way that you do it. You know, I'm thinking about it as you say that, Jessica. And if you scratch beneath the surface of anybody who tends to major in the minors, what you'll find is a controller. Hmm. Which kind of goes into our second point. Yes, it does. Go ahead and you say it. Communicate honestly, but carefully. He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Proverbs seventeen twenty seven. Now we're talking about learning how to put the tongue on a budget. But that doesn't mean that we don't talk at all, right, Jess? That is correct. There are going to be times where maybe what somebody else does kind of irks you the wrong way. <laughs> and it's so natural for me even just to bypass that. But then it happens again and it bothers you. You know, it really is up to you to communicate what you like and what you don't like. But you want to make sure you do it in the right way with the right spirit. And that's where the carefully part comes in. And don't be trying to pull the age card here either, sister friends, because <laughs> we can't be that way. We can't be setting an example that, well, because I'm older than you, I can say it any sassy way I want to and then get all upset when we're getting some sass back. Who role modeled it? Right. We have to be so careful to set the example of the gracious, godly woman, and that includes gracious speech. In other words, think of your speech as you're trying to season something. You're trying to make something easier to taste, easier to digest. You're not trying to just clobber someone with your words. And so we've got to really back up and ask ourselves, why is it that I'm always feeling like this edginess? Analyze that and then communicate carefully. But carefully is not a steamroller. Carefully is not a baseball bat. Carefully is edited words that you speak after you've paused to choose them carefully, right? Yes, and just always remember, too, would you want to be on the other end of what you're saying? Ooh, I, I think I just heard Jessica say, would you want to be hanging out with somebody like you? <laughs> oh, and the answer to that should be a clear yes. But if it's mm, maybe not, then we know we have some things that God wants to change. And number three in guidelines for getting along, care about each other. This is family now. When somebody marries into your family, they are your family. They're not some kind of addition or like, um, oh, you little auxiliary person, you. <laughs> no, they're part of your world. They're part of your fabric now. They're woven into your family. I'm going to piggyback off of that because we had the first point, don't major in the minors. And I mentioned, you know, to pay attention to what the person likes or dislikes. And there have yes. been times where I'm like, ooh, you know, mom didn't really like that. Or, you know, she really prefers this. And I think that's how you can show that you care about somebody because you pay attention to what they like or, or dislike. I know with Austin, I know what he loves and I know what he doesn't love. And it really speaks volumes to him when I pay attention and then I act upon it. And you can do the same here. I know there's a lot of people out there who don't know who Austin is. So who loves you, baby? <laughs> that's my husband. <laughs> and, and that's my number one son, firstborn, Mr. Serious Man. I warned her when she married Austin, girl, you're marrying an old man in a young man's body. He's such a geezer. I wonder if he's listening. I shouldn't call him a geezer. He's a nice geezer. He is a nice geezer. <laughs> 
But you know, the scripture says in Philippians 2, 4, look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. And in every relationship, this builds a relationship. This makes it better. If you're not always thinking me first, me first, my way, what about me? What about me? If you get that out of the equation and look on the other person's things, that means anything going on in their world, anything going on in their life. Mother-in-laws, did you text your daughter-in-law at all in the last week, two weeks, three weeks? Then how does she know you care? Mm. We can be so busy that we think that it's okay not to communicate. And that's a habit worth breaking. And sometimes it, it just takes just that time to build a relationship. It's mm-hmm. not going to, you know, we talked about mom uh, expectations. And sometimes we have that in a relationship where we think, oh, you know, my, you know, we're talking about mother and daughter-in-laws. So you're just like, ooh, my, my daughter is supposed to be that way. And we're going to hang out. And maybe her personality isn't that. So it just takes time to get to know that person and give it time. Don't rush it. Don't force it. Just let the Lord do it and also take the opportunities. God's going to give you opportunities if you ask and if you're paying attention. I love that, especially because not everyone has that relationship where they're getting along. Sometimes it starts out awkward and stays awkward for a long time. Don't take that as a signal that all is lost. Like Jessica said, give it some more time. And time, honestly, means in due season. That means it may not happen even in the first year, maybe not even in the first five years. Sometimes people are just wired differently from the factory. And the way their family is, is different than your family. And so when that person marries into your family, if you park the expectations at the curb, it will be better for everyone all the way around. No, that's that's really good. Really, really good. Well, how about number four, Jess? Why don't you read number four for us? Apologize quickly when you are wrong. He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is an excellent spirit. Proverbs seventeen twenty seven. All right, now, <laughs> I said apologize quickly when you are wrong. We were talking about this before we started recording, and we were chuckling that the word is not if, it is when, because you're going to say something that's irritating. You're going to do something that's really going to make that person not like what you did. These things are going to happen, and the key is to recognize it. And then what we want to do is apologize quickly before we can rationalize, well, I was wrong, but she was wronger. And then the (laughs) neck starts going and the head starts moving. We don't want any of that. We want to just apologize when we're wrong. Yeah. And then you also want to ask questions of what you could do next time or figure out what you can do to make sure that it doesn't happen. It might happen again. Hopefully it won't, but that's You know, you want to apologize like mom said, but also like figure out, okay, what exactly is it that I did that upset you or what did I say or, you know, because sometimes things can be phrased a certain way and the person who said it might not have meant it in the way that you thought. So that's why the asking of questions is important, just to make sure you guys are on the same page. Jessica, can I use a for instance? Can I I make you nervous here? Oh, but I already am, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so see, yeah, because no fear. Because Jessica came over after work and I said, hey, let's record on the microphone. I mean, so she had no warning that this podcast episode was even going to happen. I just plunked a piece of paper down in front of her and she is on. So as Jessica made that comment, it made me think of families playing games. Our family were so into games. 
Here's an observation, Jess. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I noticed about you, you don't like people to poke fun at you. (laughs) Very, very true. (laughs) So see, if I make a comment and it's meant to be in jest, it may not hit Jessica's ears that way. But if I kept doing it, what would that say to you, Jess? That you didn't care. Yeah, and it also would say I'm trying to pick a fight. And that's why it says, he that hath knowledge spareth his words. It's like, wait a minute, you don't keep talking when you can tell somebody's getting irritated. And you, you don't keep doing the same thing. When you see that it's irritating or you see that it's causing tension, you back off of that. You don't ramp it up. And a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. That's the kind of person who is willing to employ seven wonderful words. And you've heard me say these before. I was wrong. Will you forgive me? Sometimes we feel like we don't want to say it, but the truth of the matter is if we really care about the relationship more than we care about our pride, then when we need to apologize, we'll apologize. But Jess, you were talking earlier about what about those times when the person doesn't know that they've done something to offend you? Well, in that instance, I I struggle with that a lot because I don't like conflict. I don't really... There are people out there who handle it and and they're fine with it, but I don't like it and I will try to, you know, just work around it, but it ends up hurting you. And that's when you want to pray before you just, you know, jump right into what's bothering you. And then you want to make sure you come with the right spirit because they're not your enemy. You're doing this together, whatever relationship you're in, you're, you're doing this together and you're growing together. But, um, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) <laughs> I'm leaving that in there. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. She lost her train of thought. Listen, women across America, it starts really young. Oh, my word. <laughs> be, be of good cheer. <laughs> you haven't lost your minds. It's just a collective thing. But I do get where you're coming from, Jess. And it made me think about the fact how we all, if we're all thinking of the other person, like we had talked about earlier in point number three, then this is going to blend and dovetail into number four. But we have to be honest. You know, that genuine honesty is hard when we feel like, okay, I don't like conflict, so I'm not going to say anything. The risk with not being honest in a case like that is that the other person doesn't know they've done something wrong. Let's say, for example, that Jessica has a birthday coming. She does. And every year. She, every year, I know it's coming, but let's, same day. let's say that her birthday comes around and I'm two weeks late with her birthday present. So Jess, would that hurt a little bit? Yes, because you give really good gifts. I'd wonder what's going on. <laughs> You'd wonder if you're in trouble, huh? Yeah. <laughs> if there was no explanation, Jessica's left to guess. And then that means that the relationship now is in this funny air zone. Don't let things drift into funny air communicate really honestly, and then apologize if you've done something that hurt their feelings. It would possibly hurt her feelings for me to miss her birthday without saying anything. So then it rests on me to say, oh, Jess, I was wrong for not letting you know. Your gift is on the way, and I'm going to bake you a cake, and I'll make you a salmon dinner to go with it. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) But we both have to do this. In both cases, we have to look at the other side and then be quick with the apologies and really slow, like really slow with the (laughs) grudges. 
Yeah. Holding a grudge against someone is so unproductive. Talk about your waste of energy, right? Oh my goodness. And life is just too short to do that. Just you got to love and you got to just apologize quickly. You know, especially when you know that you're in in the wrong. And if you don't know and they tell you what happened, you know, not to be combative, but to just take a step back and think, okay, you know, because perspective is everything. So if you've offended the other person, you want to make sure you get that right. Yes, because the other person is looking at it through their lenses. Well, I sure have loved having my daughter in love here and guidelines for getting along. This is just a starter list. There's other things that the Lord may speak to your heart about to help you with your relationship with your daughter in love or your son in love, whichever one of the extra people that God gave you in your family. Keep in mind, though, God gave you these people into your family. They're a gift in your family. And if both sides are seeking to walk with God, the relationship's going to work out even with ups and downs. Ups and downs are normal. Expect ups and downs. Just handle those matters wisely. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and be sure to follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, Bible studies, and more. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening. I am so looking forward to having Francie join us for the Faithful Ladies Daycation. Francie, along with Sharon Rabin, will be our keynote speaker, speakers. Have you registered yet? Well, you can register at faithmusicradio.com. Here's the friends singing the gospel. Sing praise. Lift up the God that we love Joyful praises we bring Him Bless the Lord above Sing praise, sing alleluia Lift up the God that we love His holy name, evermore the same, Alpha and Omega, He shall ever be. Father, God, the Son, Spirit, three in one, praise Him who set us free. Sing praise, sing alleluia, lift up the God that we love, And Lord of Lords is He. Jesus ever true gives us life anew. Praise Him who set us free. Christ is coming soon, morning, night, or noon. He will take us home with Him, will ever be. Round His throne will stand with the angel band. Praise Him who set us free.
Radio is no longer confined to your car. When you walk in your house, just say, Alexa, play Faith Music Radio and fill your house with beautiful gospel music. This is Amy Sapp, and I love Faith Music Radio. Jesus again and again and again. Well, we're, we've been remembering Lot's wife this hour on 11 to 1 and talking about when our children choose a life that we know will ultimately lead to destruction, we should not look back. We should not look black, back to blame God or others. We should not look back to blame ourselves. And we should not look back to blame our children. In fact, we should love them. We should pray for them. And then we just need to leave them in God's very capable hands. That's number three. Number four of things that we should not do when our children choose this um, path of destruction is do not forget the ones that you do have. Do not forget the ones you have. Pour yourself into them. Lot and his wife had two more daughters. 
Two daughters left that day without a mother. What if she had continued on with the two girls she had? I imagine just her presence in the cave would have made a difference in their choices. What do you think? Love God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. Love his word. Cling to his promises. They are written for your comfort and guidance during times of loss. If we set the Lord always before us, we are less likely to get caught up in looking back. The bottom line is Mrs. Lot could not save the life she once had by looking back. Luke 17, 32 and 33 say, Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. She could not save the life she once had by looking back. And then I asked myself this question, was Lot's wife destroyed? (laughs) Well, she was turned into a pillar of salt, right? So she was preserved. (laughs) She didn't perish in the fire and brimstone of Sodom and Gomorrah. No, she was preserved as a lasting reminder to us all to not look back. Let's set the Lord always before us. We're going to finish up with a song today by Hope Baptist Church. It's just called Fix Your Eyes on Jesus. Fix our eyes on Jesus. And this is the key. If we are wanting to let our light shine for the Lord Jesus Christ, we must fix our eyes on him. If we want to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven, we must fix our eyes on Jesus. Let me encourage you, my friend, to let your light shine for the Lord Jesus Christ today and let it shine bright. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't look back. Thank you for joining us on Faith Music Radio. Our preaching block is next and then Riverside Drive with Dan Wolf. And I'll be joining Dan today and we want you to join us as well. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Let us turn.